And we are live on another edition of All In on High School Sports. Jennifer Valenti, Kurt Valenti, how are you? Good, good evening. Um, talking a little high school football tonight. Before yeah. we get to that, you know what, let's just do one more thing. Congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks. Oh, yeah. I know we have a couple of fans uh, of our show, a little heartbroken, the Delahanties, Matt Pizzichetta, and of course... Mikey the Mush. Mikey the Mush. Our other good friend, Dina Barjol, big UNC fan also. Um, right, Dina. Um, and the only one I know, uh, our good friend, Matt Staffiero, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Congratulations, <laughs> pal. It was a great um, game, too. Great game, great tournament, great yeah. run for everybody. Mm -hmm. But uh, now we move on. A couple comments. Coach Breslin, looking forward to another great show. And uh, Mr. Leprechaun from YouTube saying, what's up, K&K? &K? What's going on? <laughs> Um, so what we got going on tonight? Well, tonight we are going to focus on two more uh, girls' flag football teams. Uh, as we have been discussing, the league has been expanding, and we'll have two new teams. We will feature uh, Coach Michael McDermott from um, Ridgewood, and we will feature Coach uh, Michelle Shackle from uh, Clifton Girls' Flag Football for two brand-new programs. So we actually have Coach McDermott in the waiting room, so are we ready to, to let him in? Yeah, absolutely. Right, let's, let's get this on going in. on. And again, then officially introduce him to everyone as he gets in here. Oh, I see that his audio is connected. Hey, Coach, can you hear us okay? I can hear you guys. Can you hear uh, me? We don't have um, a picture for you. Is that? No, that shouldn't. <laughs> if I could switch this to the other one. All right. While you are uh, connecting a little bit, I'm going to uh, introduce you to the audience. Real quick, we got yeah. some breaking oh, news. Yep, Dr. Absolutely. John Irvington Girls Flag Football wins their opener versus Hillside 26 Oh, nothing. nice. Thanks, Dr. John, for uh, checking in. Congratulations on their opening season win. And uh, it seems like maybe he can actually tell us, because I feel like everybody else is opening up next week. So um, I'm not sure if, um, if they started a little bit earlier for any reason, but... For those of us who maybe are, you know, new to the program or haven't watched, Irvington went to the finals last year. Yes. Where they lost to a, you know, very talented Irvington team to a very talented PCTI um, in the opening season. So I'm going to try. It looks like maybe Coach tried again. So we're going to admit him from a different okay. device and see if we can get him on here. But, yeah, it seems like the official start might be. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right. So, again, allow me to introduce everybody. Coach um, Michael McDermott of the Ridgewood Girls Flag Football Team in their inaugural season. Uh, Coach, to get us started, it sounds like one of your players was actually instrumental in getting the program started in Ridgewood. Would you be able to tell us how it all came to be? Yeah, of course. So, uh, her name is Kate Cardew. Uh, she's our senior captain on the football team. So, um, I guess she heard about the league. I didn't even know about it. She approached our athletic director and she said, hey, I would love to start flag football here at Ridgewood High School. Told her that the Jets were doing it. And he said, that's great. If you grab me all the information, rile everything up and bring it to me, we'll pro proceed in the process. And that's exactly what she did. She found out information, got everything organized, brought it back to the athletic director and then presented it on his table. And he's like, awesome. This is something you want to do. Let's roll with it. So. She's the number one person that got this started. That is um, so is awesome. cool. That is absolutely awesome that, uh, you know, she, again, 
you know, just took the initiative to do that, and she gets to enjoy it her senior year, so that's fantastic. Coach, uh, again, congratulations on starting the program, and uh, thank you. It's an honor of us to uh, have you on the show tonight. Uh, my first question for you is, Ridgewood Athletics, I always say this, they're one of the best public schools around. Um, I'm just going to talk athletics now, but obviously academically too, but athletic-wise, Ridgewood's good in everything. So my first question is, even though it's the first year, are expectations high for the girls' flag football team since, again, it's a very competitive uh, program, uh, Ridgewood Athletics? Oh, without a doubt. Um, the saying at Ridgewood is tradition of excellence. And like you said, it's just not academic. It's athletics too. And even though it's the first year, the girls are like, hey, we want to go to MetLife, and they know the championship's June 11th. Um, it was known for that since day one, and really, they don't care if they just started yesterday. That's awesome. Um, they have that goal of just being the best and wanting to to do whatever it needs to get done to be the best. So um, they're ready to do that. It's going to be exciting. That's awesome. awesome. Coach, we covered, you know, girls flag football last year in its inaugural season, and obviously we're uh, branching out to a lot of the new teams as well this year. So obviously the Jets organization was the driving force behind getting this whole thing up and running. But the more like I research it um, and read up on everything, I'm actually amazed at just how much they're doing for female athletes in general, I feel like. Beyond the uniforms and the referee fees, I feel like they're actually empowering young women. Can you speak? There were some other events that they hosted. Could you talk about some of the other things that they have done that your athletes have been fortunate enough to take part of? Yeah, so for example, this past Sunday, um, they hosted us at MetLife Stadium um, for all the new teams. So there were six of us, uh, three different sessions. So they let us go onto MetLife Field. We did skills and drills, and then we scrimmaged at the end. Um, at the beginning of the year, um, they invited Kate Cardew, our captain, and the captains of each team kind of out to MetLife and kind of had a media day, as you see in like those top colleges do, like those elaborate photos set up the lockers, um, and they've just done a great job of promoting everything. Um, we use the term empowerment. Um, that, that's a big word that we use, just getting females out there that they could accomplish anything, even though football is known as a male sport. Um, we're, we're looking to take it over too and letting them know that they're able to do that. The thing that really impressed me today in an article that I read was at that media day, I believe that you're speaking of, they had a panel of like female professionals that work in different sports industries. And I feel like it's so eye opening for the girls to see that, you know, there's, you know, if they're love sports, you know, you want to find a job that you love when you grow up, right? That it doesn't feel like work, that that's something, there's so many avenues for them to explore. I, obviously, this opportunity to play is fantastic, but I really feel like they're um, really, again, the empowerment of just in the future of athletics for them, maybe for their career. Oh, 100%. I mean, they're trying to access all different avenues. Um, me and my assistants have also taken another uh, spin on this. Every Wednesday, we do an, uh, we call it an empowerment series, um, where we just bring in, we talked, uh, we brought in Special Agent Alvarez from the FBI. Um, this week, we'll be bringing in Kelsey Rigg. She's a Sports Center um, host. Um, we have an athletic trainer, um, head of the Philadelphia Phillies. So we're trying to do something every Wednesday, just kind of tell the girls, like, tell them their story, how they came up the ranks. Um, just tell them, like you said, it's just not just about athletics. If you want to put your mind to anything, 
uh, you can succeed in anything that you want to do. That's awesome. That's really cool to hear. Very nice. Uh, Dr. John is saying, Coach, I heard this story from your AD, Keith, at our Irvington Ridgewood football games. Keith to our door, and I spoke at great detail. I called the league coordinator from the Jets and told them Ridgewood needs to get into the league. Told the Jets the story of your player taking the initiative. I also said we play Ridgewood in a lot of different sports. They run a great program. Always welcome our teams. Their coaches are class acts to us. There's nobody more deserving of getting in. I'm glad I'm glad Ridgewood is playing this year. Good luck on the season. That's from AD coach uh, John Taylor from Irvington. John, thank you so much. It's it's very humbling to hear those words. You know, it all starts at the top with our principal and works our way down to the AD. Just everything that we're told to do is just first class, and we just know um, everything falls in line, and we're very excited at this opportunity. I know the girls are too. Uh, we can't wait. Uh, Coach, my question is, can you explain a little how it was for your installation process with the girls, like putting in an offense, putting in a defense, using terminology? Um, how was it for you guys as coaches, um, you know, working with the girls? And how did the girls pick it up? And, uh, you know, are you happy right now as a coach of where you are with the, uh, you know, the game plans, I guess, the installations offensively and defensively? Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because when I started my coaching career, I was coaching football at the Citadel. Um, so I went from division one football and I've only coached males. And then it comes into a flag football league with females, which I've never done before. I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be way different than anything I've ever done before. You know, it's just really majority of our team is, um, the girls soccer team, probably 80% of it that won the counties and state sectionals. Then they never played football. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to kind of not be this intense football coach trying to do the elaborate praise. Like, Hey, what do they feel comfortable doing um, going to? And then it's a lot different than just the regular game of football. Um, like we do in just, I also coach for the uh, Richwood football team, just like seven on sevens. It's not that the center could go out for a pass. You could run the ball. So the defensive strategies and gameplays are way different. So we just found a way of just simplifying uh, it and then just finding a way for the girls to get the ball and just have fun and, <laughs> Make us look good, you know? So, We're Coach, I, I got to ask you this, Coach. I got to ask you. So, there's got to be some kind of a wing T concept going on. <laughs> if it's if you're coaching Ridgewood football and it's Ridgewood flag football, there's something. It's either whether it's the buck sweep, the whack. Something's got to be in there that's called with this wing T, Coach. Yeah, so that, that's the scary part. I think the people of Ridgewood are kind of, they showed up to a practice and they see we're in spread and they're, right, right. everyone's freaking out. Um, <laughs> I, it's funny. I told Coach Johnson, we may throw for more passing yards this year in the history of Ridgewood sports. <laughs> so he, he gets a good chuckle out of that. So um, it's not exactly the wing tee. That's what all the girls were like. So like we're under center, like all the wing tee. I'm like, I really don't know the wing tee that much. And this is kind of seven on seven. So we're kind of doing a good spin. But yeah, we, we always laugh about that. We're like, are, are we sure we're throwing it too much? We're Ridgewood here. We usually just run the ball 90% of the time. That's so um, we're having fun with it. Oh, that is funny. Coach, what was your turnout like, um, you know, from, I guess, if you had a preseason meeting to, like, your first practice? Did you have to have cuts? Like, what was the, uh, you know, the turnout? Yeah, it was a little bit of a, a roller coaster ride. So when this first came out, the school was ecstatic. So we had an interest meeting, and we had about 50 girls. And that ranged from all lacrosse to softball to track. And then kind of as it got closer to the date 
I think a lot of people start. It's going to be really hard. You know, Ridgewood is a lacrosse town. How many girls are going to be able to do lacrosse or run track and do football? So the numbers kind of dwindled. So we actually finished. Uh, we had 15 come out, um, which is kind of almost a perfect number. So at practice, we could just go seven on seven. Um, everyone's always active at practice and takes a lot of stress off having to try to put 30 people in a game. So our numbers are down to about 14, 15, depending on if there's a lacrosse game or track meet, what's going on. Um, but I, I love where our numbers are at. We have a good group of girls. That's an out of a nice individualized attention, too. You think of, like, um, you know, exponentially maybe getting better because they're getting so many reps and so much time, too. You know, that's a, a nice right. thing to have. And how about your staff, Coach? Do you have a staff that is assisting you as well? Yeah, I have one assistant, Candice Matola. Uh, she's been at Ridgewood for about three years now. Um, she, she's phenomenal. She is probably one of the most liked PE teachers or teachers, I should say, in the entire school. Um, she makes my life a lot easier. Any of the problems, the girls go straight to her. Um, <laughs> she, is, she is one of the girls that the girls tell her everything. And I'm just like, okay, just let me know if I need to intervene. She, uh, she's awesome. She never coached football before, but it was kind of like, okay, tell me what I need to do. I would love to learn football. Um, her fiance played football in college, so she's like, this is perfect. Now when I watch football on Sundays, I can actually <laughs> explain and show what's going on. So we're all just having so much fun with it. So she'll be so she'll be bringing you stuff right in day. Hey, look what I wrote down on the thing. This is the play. Let's get this play in. She'll be doing one of those, right, Coach? That's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah, so it's like, oh, yeah, it was funny because we're, we're calling a game, and, like, I called the play. She's like, ooh, you called that? I'm like, hold on, you're not supposed to critique me in the game. She's like, no, I just thought about this. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. So I'm like, no, you're into it. That's that's what it's all about. Like, what about calling this? So it's good. We work very well together um, between us and the girls. We're all on one same page. And the great part about it is it, it's, like I said, it's those seven senior soccer girls that are just that one cohesive unit. So it's not like we had to put a team together. The team was already built. And then we just had to instill fundamentals which is the easy part. So um, we're just rolling. We're having a lot of fun. Uh, even though practices are at 6 o'clock in the morning, they're out there. Oh, so we're uh, having yeah. a good time, yeah. So I was going to say, you know, interviewing different coaches, everybody has, like, you know, obviously. All different schedules. Yep. And like you're saying, athletes playing multiple things. So so you guys do your do morning practices. How often do you practice? We'll go three days a week. So we'll go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Nice. That's and great. That's, that's worked out for the uh, the kids playing multiple sports and everything? Yeah, it helps out a lot. Okay. And just field time is so hard at Ridgewood. Um, trying to find every field, if you really drive by the town of Ridgewood, is taking up at all times of the night, going mm -hmm. all the way to 9 p.m. So we found, you know, the first week is kind of tough for high school students to wake up at 6 a.m. and practice. But it's like, hey, you guys are done with the day. If you guys need to go to another sport or you need to do something academically after school, freedom is yours if you have a job you don't have to miss anything at mm -hmm. all so the girls have really bought into hey you know what 6 a.m isn't too bad we get we get up start our day early we get going um they bought into it so uh it's worked out well for us i mean kudos to you and them for that commitment you yep. know uh that's great yes coach you touched on it a little before but what would you say are a couple differences um with you now coaching girls um you know, a little harder than you thought, not as hard as you thought, or just like, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. The first thing I always tell everyone are girls are brutally honest. 
like brutally like they'll just tell me straight to my face like what ill no like i'm like like <laughs> i don't even know what we're talking about and i just like no like boys like you're doing this and they're like they'll just say yes like yeah. girls if they want to do it they're like no not doing that uh how about we do this it's kind of it's kind of funny i'm always like all right like uh, i appreciate your opinion but let's just do it this way um but they're a lot of they're they're a lot of fun um probably their way it's boys and girls are just so much different uh, i always we always talk about it we were talking about it in practice the, the girls can multitask a lot better they will be in a mid conversation and it's like hey paisley you're up and like they break the conversation and do exactly what they're talking about no, so guys were to do that, they'd be totally thrown off and they'd be like, wait, what are we doing? Yep. So the, the way the girls are able to transition, like, you know, just always coaching males and football, it's like, okay, stay locked in. You have to know what you're doing. The girls are talking, having fun. It's like, all right, you're up. And they just know, like, and they okay, do get it. it done. So That's funny. Yeah. They're very good at multitasking. Coach, can you highlight some of the girls who will be playing for you this season? Yep. So our captain, Kate Cardew, is our outside receiver. And she also plays cornerback. Uh, our quarterback is actually a sophomore, Katie Bisgrove. Um, she'll play quarterback and safety. And then our running back is Lily Johnson. Uh, she'll play running back and uh, linebacker rusher. And then you have um, our wide receivers, our slot receivers are Zoe Warren and Grace Gluckow. And then we also have our center, Carly Anzalone, and our other outside receiver, Paisley Tornator. Very nice. Awesome. All right, we do a little segment we like to call rapid fire. So we have some like more quick paced questions for you. We kept them like we tried to keep them rapid tonight so that uh you know for a little more fast pace. So you're okay. up first. Coach, are you a Samsung or an iPhone guy? iPhone. Nice. <laughs> Coach, your favorite dessert? Ice cream. <laughs> All right. Um it's funny we actually have Clifton, so you guys kind of have the same colors for this and question, you so guys it's good. Play each other uh, the second week, week right? Yeah, week two. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you had to get Ridgewood gear, and it was your choice, you could only buy whether it was a hoodie, a hat, anything. You want the maroon, black, white, or a gray? What would be your preference? The gray, right here. There you go. It's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> there you the go. Gray. All right, coach. What was the last song you listened to? Oh, last song? I think it was um, Dermot Kennedy, Better Days. Okay, and your favorite NFL football team? It's actually the New York Jets. Oh, nice. There you so go. So you're a Zach Wilson guy. You believe in Zach? I, I think they're, Joe Douglas is doing what he needs to make Zach successful, and I'm a fan of it. Okay. There you go. Nice. Worlds colliding for your coaching and your uh, fan base. Yeah. <laughs> um, Coach, Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? Nike. All right. There we have it. Perfect. Now, are they are they um, who sponsors the uh, – or is it Under Armour? Who's, or is it Nike who's doing – it's Nike? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Nike, Nike is, is doing, doing uh, the flag football. Okay. Very nice. Awesome. Coach, best of luck to you this season. We really appreciate you taking – you had a long day. You've been at practice. Today's Tuesday, right? You had 6 a.m. practice today. <laughs> yes, we did, yeah. So it's been a long day for you. We really appreciate you taking the time to come on and uh, tell us about your team. And we'd love to do something again with you and the girls, and obviously we're going to be getting to some games and stuff like that. So we definitely love to have you and the girls back on at some point this season. Yeah, that would be great. They would love that too. Awesome. 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 Thank Thanks you, so Coach. Much, Coach. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good night. You too. You too. Good night.
Okay, so a little Ridgewood girls flag football. Yeah. And again, you know, you, what's awesome now is like, you know, we say one of the best, um, I mean, I mean, athletic yeah. programs all, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I had the question as non, um, as a public school, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're up there with even the, the Catholic schools, right, you right, know, right, the parochial yeah. schools. So but again, like a, a, he said it himself, a tradition of excellence. And I was curious with, cause it is a big lacrosse town, you know, I know right. as I've said, they're, they're good in multiple sports, but in the spring specifically, which was interesting, probably their youth lacrosse is very big as well. So when you talk about field space, I'm sure that that was a logistical problem, but um, again, kudos to them for making the time and the commitment uh, to get up at 6 a.m. You know, and Dr. Today, John uh, liked my comment. The Dr. LinkedIn, John knew LinkedIn, I was going of course, there. Of course, they, There's got to be something in there. There's definitely a <laughs> waggle in there. I mean, even though they instead of want to call it boot or naked, they're calling that waggle. I can guarantee that. I can oh, guarantee that. Too funny. So yeah. Oh, well, I'm we, sorry. Well, we actually have our next guest okay. in the waiting room. Should I bring yeah, her in? Yeah, let's we bring have, her in. Uh, Coach Shackle. I want to make sure I'm of course pronouncing her name correctly. So moving on to um our Clifton. Hey coach, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Can you hear us okay? Yes, can hear you fine. Oh good, good, good. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. Is it Shackle? Yep, you got it right. All right, awesome. Well let me officially introduce you. We are joined tonight by um girls flag football coach from Clifton High School, Coach Michelle Shackle. First year um having a program, so obviously first year at the helm. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And coach, if I'm not mistaken, are you coaching lacrosse this season too? Yeah, I actually am a um, assistant varsity uh, lacrosse coach for Clifton as well. All right, doing double. Oh, so you have a lot of time on your hands. You're you're not doing anything this in spring season. This spring season has been so much fun so far. Um, (laughs) It's it's a lot of work, but I know it will pay off in the end. Um, And it's great for the girls. Well, you know, you set a very good example showing them that, you know, you can do because we have a lot of we've talked to many coaches, right, that a lot of the kids are playing multiple sports and here you are living it with them. So that's a great exactly. role model. I give props to every single school, every single girl that has girls doing multiple sports because it is tough. Um, not only the double practices three times a week, but um, working around game schedules, mm-hmm. not only for lacrosse and myself, but softball track. Um, they're all over the place this spring. We just had the uh, the Ridgewood coach on, and he was saying that they have opted for 6 a.m. practices because of field space. Yeah, their um, assistant coach, Candace mentioned that to me um, Sunday at the Jets Jamboree. Okay. I, I said, wow, good for you guys, 6 a.m. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to get my girls to commit to 6 a.m., um, but that's amazing that they're pulling that off in Ridgewood. Yeah, fabulous. And talking about Ridgewood, one more thing, Dr. John saying, I swear, if we play that meeting Irvington Ridgewood and Ridgewood lines up in the wing team, I'm calling time out. <laughs> uh, Coach, thank you so much for coming on. It's an honor for us to have you guys on. Um, and my first question, two-part question is, how important was it to for a school like Clifton High School with such a uh, rich sports you know, tradition to get a girls' flag football team? And uh, how pumped are, obviously, the girls, you as the coach, and the, the school in general? Oh, extremely pumped. Um, I got to watch the season last year firsthand, the inaugural season, and I ran up to our athletic director um, in the fall and I said, how can we get this at Clifton? Um, I know the girls will be into it. Um, Clifton usually did a powder puff girl um, flag football game, which was one a year, and it was obviously versus our own athletes. Um, but I said, can we get a full season in? Um, this would be amazing. And then, luckily enough, my athletic director said, 
yeah, the Jets actually reached out to us and wanted us to be a part of the program. And I said, good, we're running with it. I will coach it, whatever you need. Um, let's go. And I was just so excited to bring it to Clifton. That's awesome. And I know the girls are over the moon about it. So what has the experience level of the girls been? You know, we we see, like, Kurt's nephews play flag football. I mean, I'm an elementary school teacher. You know, we know that girls are playing flag football at a young age, but maybe, like, high school girls might not have had that opportunity to play just yet. So what's the experience level of your girls been? Um, I underestimate, or I don't know what to say, but the first practice, I don't know what I was expecting from them. Um, we They picked it up very quickly. But the first week of practice, I was getting questions like, so if I pull this girl's flag, does she have to stop? And I'm like, the girl with the ball? And they're like, no, this, this girl just running on the sideline. And I'm like, no. I'm like, you do not pull her flag. No matter, <laughs> like, only the girl with the ball. And just getting questions like that, I was like, okay, we have to reel this back. We have to start at square one, um, explain step by step, because they're expecting full-on tackle football. And they're like, no. Like, no matter <laughs> Like, you're just like, take it back. Um, you only pull the flag of the girl with the ball and um, just little things like that. So in the beginning, it was rough, but now they've caught on and they're going full speed ahead. So now I know um, you said you were involved in the Jamboree, uh, I think it was last weekend. So was that helpful to get, like, you know, a couple of things under your belt before your season officially starts? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the drills and the skills and all that in the beginning, we've obviously been working that on that for weeks now with them. But to get the actual scrimmage to be on a field with a separate team other than ours mm -hmm. was fantastic. Um, one of the only other scrimmages we had was indoors, and that was a little restricted. So to get them to realize that this is a much bigger field and a much bigger area and they have a lot to play with was a great experience for them. And just being at MetLife got them pumped up and excited for the season and ready to go back on June 11th. You know, we, um, and I, I'm going to go off script for a second because I, I asked the Ridgewood coach the same question and obviously the Jets have started this whole thing and it's great what they're doing and providing for the girls for the season. But, you know, as a female athlete and coach yourself, coaching young females who have this opportunity, I feel like they are just empowering them beyond flag football. And um, that panel they had at the, um, I guess it was National Women's in Sports Day where you guys went. Could you just speak about that, especially as from a female perspective, what it's like to see your student athletes actually be exposed to this at their age? That panel was actually awesome and it blew me out of the water. Um, I actually got to attend along with my senior captain, um, Morgan Arp, and we got to do the whole media day and um, what blew me out of the water was seeing a woman who worked with the Jets, a woman who worked in the NFL, a woman who worked in the media, and none of them came from a sports or football background. Um, I honestly forget what they said their degrees were in, but one was in writing, one they had absolutely nothing to do with sports, and then you saw them in these high-ranking, powerful positions in the NFL with the Jets and with um, the media, and you're just like, wow. If I have an interest in this, I can get into this. And that's really what not only the Jets are doing, but we're trying to do as well, is showing the girls a different side of it and saying, like, yeah, if you love the NFL and you love football, um, you can be their sports media person or their social media person. Um, it doesn't all have to be coaching, playing on the field. There's a million positions that they can get into and get um, 
working with. That's so uh, that's just so motivating and inspiring to hear, even as an adult who's you know out of coaching for many years now, and uh, just that they have the opportunity to know that there's so many avenues for them. I think that's fantastic. Coach, you mentioned it a little bit when you were saying, um, like when you when the girls start first started practicing and questions they asked and stuff. So uh, this is again, this is probably my favorite question. Being a former football coach and having to do like installation and stuff, you know, on a, even on a varsity, a freshman level, and then a varsity level. But how is it for you guys, like installing an offense, installing a defense, you know, coming up with your terminology for how you're going to call your plays? How was it for you and? How was it for your girls learning that? Um, I'm lucky enough to have an assistant coach, Milton Cordero. He actually is one of the assistant coaches with the boys varsity football team. So um, as much as I do know a lot about football, he knows, of course, way more than I ever could. Um, he got the girls going from day one with the correct terminology, implementing their formations, making sure everyone knew exactly what we were talking about. Um, so... I was nervous about that in the beginning. I was like, girls aren't going to be able to pick this up. They're going to, you know, we threw X, Y, A at them the first day and they got it. And we've been full speed ahead ever since. So I'm so lucky to have him there and to um, explain things that I may need a little more coaching on. Um, and I also have two of the boys varsity football players as my assistant coaches as well. They come out to practice every single day. They work with the girls. Um, so having them there as well, just to break it down a little bit, is a fantastic thing. And they are definitely full terminology. Um, they know everything. That's awesome. awesome. Really nice. Uh, Coach, what was your turnout like, your numbers? So in our um, preseason meeting, we had 100 girls show up. Wow. Um, when it came down to actually trying out, we had 50 try out. Um, now we're down to about 40 girls on our roster. Nice. So, um, like Ridgewood had a small 15, 16, um, and they say it's easy to work with, you know, what they got and get reps in. Like you mentioned before, um, we have groups, you know, group one, group two, group three, and they're constantly working. So getting to move them around and shift them where we need to be and have that, I don't want to say expendable amount of girls. And especially with girls who do double sports if you're missing for a lacrosse mm -hmm. game softball game track meet um we have that second line we have that third line to back them up and could you highlight some of your players that you think will be having a uh, pivotal roles on your squad yeah of course um first our quarterback kiara coy she is on the softball team she has been she is a sophomore as well and been doing an amazing job um just learning the offense and going right off the bat carly stilfecker uh amra lukovic Two of my inside linebackers are the most aggressive girls you will ever meet on that field. Um, and I, I know seeing CC at PCTI, but they're coming for her this year. Um, <laughs> got Nyla, Malak. Um, I, my list goes on and on. I have a million girls that I can shout out today, but they're they're just ready for the season. Nice. Coach, um, so obviously you're, you know, you're kind of still new to it, but you have had a couple of weeks now of practice going into obviously the start of the season. What would you, what would you say, or what would your advice be? You know, I'm not going to ask for your advice. I'm going to say, as a head coach now of a program, and a, and again, a, a very good, uh, phenomenal athletic program uh, in Clifton. What would you say you need going forward? Like meaning like a junior, I mean, I would say junior football because it's boys, but 
like Jen was saying, a flag football for girls starting, hey, second, third grade. So when this thing continues to grow, they're ready to play. They're ready to, you know, they've had experience. Something like that. Or what else would you see that you would like the town um, to do for the Clifton girls flag football going forward? I mean, like every varsity high school sport, they hope to have a amazing feeder program somewhere in the town where they can, you know, get their athletes to understand the game and have the skills before they even get there as freshmen. Um, as the girls lacrosse coach, I see that every day. Our freshman girls, this is the first year playing, touching a stick, picking up a ball, and you have to start from scratch year one. Um, so definitely a youth program would be an amazing thing to have um, just to get the girls ready and more prepared coming into the season. And coach, you know, we, um, last year, the, oh. Uh, oh, sorry, the um, program started with eight teams and they've more than doubled, obviously. And even if you take into Long Island, I think it's like up to over 40 teams, right? Or in that realm. So my question for you is how big do you think this can get? This can blow up, this can get huge. Um, I mean, this can become a varsity sport. I'm a little weary of that. I, I just because, being a spring sport coach, you know, um, you don't want to take away from your sport. You don't want girls to get away from your sport. I love the fact that they can do both right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I know, I just know it's coming sometime in the future that this is going to blow up, become a varsity sport. And even the NFL is talking about bringing flag football to the Olympics in 2028. So I can't imagine with them making those big strides that girls flag football in high school and all over the country won't make big strides as well. Let me ask you this because it's a good question. I'll go off script now for the first. You've been going off a lot tonight. Here's my <laughs> first one, but you know what? No, no, it, it's it, honestly, it, it's a very interesting question. Because, and she's also, like you're saying, a coach in another sport. In your mind, can they do it to where they make it a varsity sport, but they still can play both sports? I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, but scheduling issues. That's really what it comes down to. Um, field time, you know, our spring sports are already fighting for some field time. So uh, adding another spring sport into that, that um, wants to go prime time at like two o'clock right after school can be difficult. Um, but, or, I mean, being a varsity sport, I think they could do it both. It just depends on how every school runs their program. Um, but I think we could be able to do it at Clifton if it became a varsity sport. Very nice. All right, Coach, we have a, another little segment we like to do called Rapid Fire. If you were watching before, you got a little sneak peek at some of the questions. So uh, <laughs> these are meant to be a little more fast-paced for you. All right, here we go. Samsung or iPhone for you? iPhone. All right. 0 for 2 okay, tonight. Yeah, exactly. I'm 0 for 2 with I'm my Samsung iPhone, people. I'm Samsung. Okay. <laughs> Coach, what's your favorite dessert? Ice cream. Oh, two, two for two. two. Again. <laughs> let's see if she, let's see. Remember with this one, what yeah, uh, coach yeah. here. All right, so we had Ridgewood on before. You guys are almost the same, kind of the same color. So my question: Your favorite color, if you were to have, and look, let's see if she has it on. She has it on right now. So that's her answer. But if you were to get Clifton gear, you can only buy one sweatshirt or whatever, any, anything you want. You want to go with maroon, black, gray, or white. I'm actually a white person. I, I love the white attire. Our white home jerseys for girls flag football this year are are beautiful, and I can't wait to debut them um, against Wayne Valley, but I'm a white person. Okay. All right, and uh, the last song you listened to? Um, September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, nice. <laughs> Favorite NFL football team? 
I'm a New York Giants girl. Oh, we had one jet, one giant. Listen, we got to get to this Ridgewood Clifton. This is like so like <laughs> Jets, Giants. Oh, you usually do a follow-up NFL question. Uh, um, <laughs> well, new. what's expectations for the Giants? New coach. You still got Daniel Jones, but you got a new coach now. What's your expectations for this year? My expectations aren't that high. I don't know. The, I, I mean, I, as big as I am a Giants fan, um, they've been disappointing me the past few years. So we'll see. <laughs> we got a comment from, uh, looks like an Idly Grande saying, go Giants. <laughs> All right, Coach, and our last one for you. Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? Adidas has won me over the past few years. Adidas. All right, nice. Very nice. There's a Nicole Leitner also saying Giants. So. All right. Oh, these nope. are all my girls' five football players. Oh, there that's you awesome. You got a few viewers on, on YouTube, Coach. Well, we that's definitely it. have to have I'm you back on and uh, maybe bring some of the girls with you. We would love to follow up with you later in the season if you guys are available. Oh, I, I know they would absolutely love that. And oh, I that's awesome. Get them on here. And we do plan on getting to yeah, some games, yeah, doing like a little, best, uh... doing a little like college game day style. So we got a lot of stuff in the works. So hopefully we can come catch you guys and uh, do something with you guys in the future. That would be amazing. We hope to see you at some games this year. Awesome. All right. Awesome. Thank Thanks you, again, Coach. Coach. No, thank you for having me. Have a good night. You too. One more comment. I do want, even though she's off, I do like reading the comments. Yeah, of course. From a Megan Valido saying, we love you, Shaq. Oh, nice. So. Very nice. That's awesome. I'm so glad her kids tuned in to watch. Seems, uh, again, such exciting stuff for them, the start of this. It really is. And uh, I know we had a, a small season last year, but every school that starts this, those girls are pioneers for, for the sport. They'll be a part of history at those schools. I got to get the last comment in from Nicole Leonard <laughs> saying, yes, Coach Shaq, and from Megan saying, shaq -a So <laughs> I guess those are all the nicknames. We got a question from, I believe this is Dr. John, saying, NJSIAA won't ever That's allow for multiple say, yeah. sports to be played in the same season. They won't open Pandora's box. If you let students play girls flag in another spring sport, how do you say a boys basketball player can't do indoor track? Their concern is more about the group one and two schools who don't have enough students to sponsor girls flag football and keep numbers from across. See, this is my only question with that. And I, I understand it, but we've had now numerous coaches that said, this is going to blow up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you really going to like, you know, listen, it's, we always say this, it's 2022. It's a new age of things. Why now does it have to open Pandora's box or does the NJSI look and say, Hey, maybe I can get a soccer player to play football. I know it's crazy. I know it's crazy, but how are you now going to tell these girls you're not going to have a state tournament? You're not going to have a state final. You're not going to if you're going to get all these teams, how do you how are you just writing it off? That's where I'm saying I think that's wrong if they're just going to completely well, write it off. I don't think they are writing it off. I think that it's about finding the right way to do it where you can still have the girls participate. So, I mean, just Perhaps if it's not, does not ever become NJSIAA sanctions, doesn't t make it any less important that they're going to have oh, no. their own playoffs. No. So, you know, that might have to be the workaround that does still enable them to play those other sports. Because I'd also have to think, you know, opening Pandora's box too is like, you know, having the kid who's a, we've talked about this in the fall, a kid who's on the soccer team, but could be a kicker for the football team. You right. know, so I also don't know about 
the fairness. Uh, I don't know about the the taxing on the kid. Do we really want to encourage? Then you have a kid who could potentially play six sports in high school. You know, so what is that really? You know, maybe you have a, a football, soccer, right. a basketball, wrestling, and then a baseball track star. You know, so, I mean, where are we drawing the line about the well-being of that student athlete also? Right. So, you know, it can open up a lot of, a lot of things. So, um, I got to tell know. you, Coach... It's got these these players nice. fired up with the Giants. <laughs> that's Malik, true. That, that's what Jim are saying. Yes, always the Giants. <laughs> but, but see, well, okay, let me get back to one more thing then. Then maybe, like you said, see, here's the thing: you have a professional football pro. You have the Jets and like these NFL mm-hmm. teams behind this program. You know, hey, they take it and run it and say, "We're going to give you a full." Just like you said, we're going to give a a full playoff format. But like you're saying, why does it have to be on JSA? Right. They don't want in well, on it. Actually, actually, if you think about it, you know, students, athletes are playing, I'll use the fall season, like, you know, I coached field hockey, but I also ran a club lacrosse team. So I had student athletes that were playing club lacrosse in the fall and club soccer is huge. You play for championships. So who knows, like if it does have to go to the end. The difference though is it's still a high school team. It can still blow, you're like you're represent, but I'm just saying that right. you could it could be more. It doesn't have to go the NJSIA route per se. Right, it's not going to prevent it from blowing right. up. Right, and I don't think you know so. just looking like you're saying of all the time and everything they're putting into it, like the Jets putting in mm-hmm. and how they're you know they're not going to sit there and say okay, like they're listen, they're full, we're going to full go. Yeah, you know, Doctor John saying I think it will lead to the NJSIA sponsoring. Sponsorship. Sponsorship. Sooner rather than later. But I also think the smaller schools will contemplate how to implement it. But sub-varsity softball across will likely take a hit with their roster sizes. Well, you know what? I can speak to that firsthand when we started volleyball. I think I've said this before on the show. I was a fall field hockey coach. And in Montville, we were fortunate. I mean, it's a great thing to offer so many different sports to the kids, but I had huge numbers. And then we started volleyball and my numbers, and I would say he hit the nail on the head specifically at your lower levels. Cause obviously you're going to fill your varsity roster, but you know, where it kind of falls down in the, in the lower levels is where you really see that hit. So we offered in Montville in the fall for girls, field hockey, soccer, cross country, tennis, cheerleading, and volleyball. I don't think I missed anything there. That's six sports, right? So it was five prior. And I do feel like I missed something, but I, oh, you know, uh, but again, it, it does. Again, but listen, that's not to say that you shouldn't offer it. I don't want to say that. You know, right. I don't want to imply that at all because you know what? Again, different kids, a kid who never maybe felt like they could play anything, something speaks to them. They find an affinity for it. Um, it gives them the opportunity to represent their school. It's a fantastic thing. So you know what I like? And again, um, I, I just like the fact that again, I you know I'm confident. Hey, you have the Jets behind you. So, listen, NJS. I don't want. It's not like well they're going to play, but they're not going to have a championship. You know what? The girls are playing, having a championship yeah, at MetLife Stadium. So, exactly. listen, and if yeah. they'll do it with eight girl, eight, eight teams, teams, sixteen, exactly. four, forty, they're going to put they'll they'll do what they have to do. Well, so it's also, like it's on the NJSIA to be like. You don't want to do it? We're going to do it this way. So well, Also, if I'm not mistaken, last week, Dr. John's team scrimmaged an out-of-state opponent. Yes. You know, so there's already, you know, I know we have a lot of out-of-state, especially in football, you know, playing each other. So it really has just, uh... and we talked last week about the possibility of this being a collegiate sport 
for the girls. We're like two years from away from it's like, all right, Clifton's on a plane. You're going to Florida (laughs) to play somebody, you know? Um, You never know. No. I I think it's awesome. We're just pumped up to cover it, you know? The, um, like I said, it, it's awesome. We got to get out there with our, with our high school game day, and percent, hundred percent. We're that's excited that. to to uh, you know be part of bringing this out to people who may not be aware that it that it's happening. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. Um, you know how some of the the tonight, you know, even Coach McDermott said he had was not aware. You know that it that was happening, and you know, um, last year, and uh, again, just how it it's you know growing and people are becoming aware it's just uh and again credit to the jets i mean they've done they've really uh, just such a i know they're a professional organization that sounds silly such a professional job of like promoting it and making those kids you know uh just feel like a special part of it i really am am so impressed with what they've done all around i just can't wait to be at a ridgewood game and they're running belly pass and waggle and buck sweep and Dr. John saying he's calling timeout. <laughs> Get ready for it, Dr. John, because it's coming somehow. It's coming somehow. I could promise you it's, well, the wing tee is coming out for Ridgewood. Next week, we are fortunate enough to have uh, Dr. John's like football coach will be joining us. So we're looking forward to that, to continuing to highlight. You know what Dr. Uh, John's teams. doing right now? Dr. John's <laughs> calling. No, Dr. John's calling coach and saying, "Get on the board. How are we defending the wing tee? Because it's coming at him. One way or another, it's coming at him when you got Ridgewood. So, but no, I mean, two awesome guests. Listen, and uh, I mean, hey, we have one school right here across the street from us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're pumped up, and um, it was kind of funny. Both schools have both colors tonight. Yeah, so, and they will be playing each other week two. Week so. two, baby. But uh, that's it. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Coach McDermott, Coach Shackle. Best of luck to the uh, Ridgewood and Clifton flag football teams. Dr. John saying, no, I totally was. Meaning? I'm not sure on which one, which comment. Oh, maybe he was oh, – I think he's probably calling the coach saying, to get ready for the wing take. Make sure you're defending that tomorrow. Put it up. Girls would be like, huh? So, Coach Breslin saying, great show. Thanks, Coach, for watching. Thanks, and uh, – Dr. John, get on that wing tee, Dr. John. That's all I'm saying. All right, guys, see you guys next week. See you next week. Thank you.